Let us be attentive. O Lord, how magnificent are your works. You have made all things in wisdom. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, you know that a man is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. Even when we have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law shall no one be justified. But if in our endeavor to be justified in Christ we ourselves were found to be sinners, is Christ then an agent of sin? Certainly not. But if I build up again those things which I tore down, then I prove myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Peace be with you, the reader. Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Mark. Let us be attentive. If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? For what can a man give in return for his life? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see that the kingdom of God has come with power. Peace be with you, 
who proclaim the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. About 1,700 years ago, in the city of Chalcedon, which is a city in northwest uh, present-day Turkey, the local governor named Priscus was throwing a celebration for his local citizens. The party was to be a festival, and a festival of sacrifice to Ares, the god of war, at which party there would be all sorts of lewd reveling, drunkenness, gluttony, and whatever other immoral behavior you can imagine. But a certain young girl, beautiful both in soul and body, refused to attend such an escapade of wickedness. Even if her friends from the city and her school were attending, even if she would be ridiculed for skipping that party that everyone was going to, even if it caused her shame and embarrassment, or worse. Well, Priscus found this girl out and had her brought before him for questioning. He asked her, why have you not carried out this imperial command and obeyed the law? She replied, both the emperor's commands and yours must be obeyed if they are not contrary to Christ's commandments and opposed to the God of heaven. If they are opposed to God, they must not only not be obeyed, they must be resisted. Infuriated at her bold response, he both tortured her and flattered her with many words of praise, promising her many worldly riches, glories, friends in high places, and an easy life of luxury. If she would but sacrifice to Ares and participate in the immoral lifestyle of her peers. To no avail, the frustrated Priscus threw the girl into the arena with the wild beasts, And as she openly signed herself with the cross of her Savior, Jesus Christ, Saint Ephemia, whom we commemorate today, gave her soul into the hands of God. My brothers and sisters in Christ, concerning the day of judgment, when our Lord Jesus Christ returns, when we must all stand before the throne of King Jesus Will we find ourselves having been what some might call closet Christians, ashamed of our God and of his teachings? Or will we be found to be Christians who took up our cross, like St. Ephemia, 
living out the faith openly, no matter what the cost. Jesus had these words to say to us this very morning. Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. To put it another way, whoever is embarrassed of Christ and the gospel teachings, Christ will be embarrassed of him and will turn his beautiful face away from him for all eternity. I don't think that this is something that we can take lightly. And for me, just the thought or the very image of Jesus' tender eyes gazing directly into mine, then dropping downward in disappointment, and finally turning his sweet face away from me completely, because that is what I did in my life to him, is truly the most unbearable hell of all hells. Because I did not acknowledge him openly, because I was ashamed of being a Christian and of standing up for everything that means, because I did not live the life of Christ's commandments, because I chose not to know him in the public sphere, he will say to me, I do not know you. And so we must ask ourselves, am I ashamed of Jesus? A few questions to go along with this one. Am I ashamed to, let's say, read the Bible openly? Am I ashamed to place an icon on my folder or on my desk at work? Am I ashamed to pray with a brother or sister in public? Am I ashamed to speak out on social and moral issues that matter to our God? Am I ashamed to mention Jesus in a post on social media? Am I ashamed to select Christian in the religious views section on my Facebook profile? Am I ashamed to mention the name Jesus when I am with people who are not Christian? Am I ashamed to thank God for my meal and cross myself openly? Am I ashamed to communicate my disapproval when a colleague or a friend blasphemes the name of Christ or ridicules Christians and their principles? Am I ashamed to display my faith in a way that would be visible to guests when they enter into my own home? Am I ashamed to explain that the reason for my goodness, let's say not swearing, being upright and honest in my work is not because I am nice, but because I love my Christ? Am I ashamed to meet with other Christians in public gatherings outside of church? Let's say for a Christian group on campus or a lunchtime prayer meeting at work. Am I ashamed of not fitting in with the masses and not going with the contemporary flow of society because of my devotion to Christ. As we ask ourselves these questions and like questions, brothers and sisters, let us look once again
to the supreme example, our God himself, Jesus Christ, who debased himself for us, who set aside all shame and embarrassment for you and for me, taking on the life of a servant and being put out to an open shame, naked upon the cross, out of his love for us. As St. Paul relates to us and exhorts us in Hebrews chapter 12, let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Having been constantly persecuted for Jesus Christ, rejected, ridiculed, derided, beaten, thrown into prison, St. Paul boldly wrote to the Romans, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for the gospel is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. And again to his disciple Timothy, and through Timothy to each one of us, St. Paul encourages us, do not be ashamed of our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God who has saved us and called us to live a holy life. Jesus Christ has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The apostle continues, For this reason I also suffer. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know Jesus in whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until the last day. And to Christ Jesus, the supreme judge of the living and of the dead, be the power and the glory. Amen.